0: Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 327. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Upon this special bonus episode I will be sitting down and chatting briefly but succinctly with the director of the upcoming horror movie Sun. That's right, myself and Ivan Kavanaugh will be chatting about that movie, how it came to be, and other little bits and bobs that are worth taking note of before you check out this movie. The movie is available 5th of March, so that's this coming Friday. It's been distributed by RJLE Pictures and will be available in limited theater runs on demand and digital. It will later, making its way to Shudder somewhere in the year so please keep your eyes peeled for that but before you get there shell it some bucks this guy released a movie called The Canal a few years ago which I thought was fucking brilliant so yeah I'm hoping you enjoy this interview and uh, yeah you go and check out this movie there will be more details about it when I do the non-spoiler review after the interview and this is the second episode of this week we kicked off right back on Monday with the second installment of our A24 series We're looking at years 2016 through 2018 with another six movie reviews, myself, Bo Ransdell and Jamie J. Sammons, a ton of fun that episode, a lot of giggling, a lot of nonsense but I like to think we came forth with the truth at the end in our numbered selection of those movies, one through six. So yeah, please check out that episode and show some support to those guys, those are two of my favourite podcasters and we will be back late. April, early May to do the next installment. So yeah, don't worry, you won't have to wait too long before we're back in the pits of A24. Tomorrow we'll be doing the third of our four part series on David Cronenberg for Movie Club. So this is the 90s, so I don't have many movies to choose from, really only one of four, but what one will I select? You'll find out what it is and then you'll find out how you can take part in episode three of the Cronenberg series for Movie Club tomorrow. On Saturday, you're getting these Shudder exclusive review, so we'll be picking a title from Shudder, sitting down and doing the business on it, and then Sunday, 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 ladies and gents, it is the 88 Films Slasher Classic Series. We're looking at Terror Train, and that will be your lot for the week. There is nothing coming out from the Teapots Collective this week, so that beat is free. So just stick with this one, and we will keep you right. However, as we're seeing back on Sunday, we dropped the new episode, Doing the Nasty. Myself and Mark Ball talking about Shogun Assassin and Dawn of the Dead. So show some love to that. t Collective Feed, get subscribed. Right, so I'm going to you a short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. When I return, I'll be joined by Ivan Kavanagh, director of Sun, which is available 5th of March. Limited theatre run, on demand and digital. I'll be right back, right after this.
1: Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? as needed, and let the hosts, Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host, Cure What Ails you.
0: Warning, may cause atrophy, African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin puff, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, brochure's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a physician before listening. And welcome back, ladies and gents. So it is my pleasure at this time to introduce Ivan Kavanagh, who is joining me here to discuss his brand new movie, Sun. How's it going, Ivan?
1: Yeah, it's going well. It's going well. It's
0: cold here in Sweden, but uh, it's going well. You were just telling me. The sea froze over, which chilled me in ways I didn't didn't (laughs) think was possible. Um, So this is you returning uh, with a brand new horror movie, Sun. um, Can you tell us a little bit about... Well, what you can tell us about the movie without obviously spoiling details?
1: Um, well, it's a, it's about um, a young woman um, who, eight years before, may or may not have escaped from a cult, and this cult may or may not come back to get her son from her, who's eight years old. And after they come back, and she goes on the run, he falls. He falls ill and she has to do unspeakable things in order to keep him alive so that's all i can say
0: yeah i I, <laughs> I um we were just just before i hit record there i was telling you about um my experience with the canal which i thought was this Incredible movie that was kind of the sleeper movie because it took a bit of time for people and certainly in the kind of podcast community to start talking about it. But it was it was very well received and you've been off. You've been doing some other things this year. Kind of coming back to the horror genre, which makes me very excited. Um, yeah, like you you are not only behind the process of the, the film in this one. But this is you know something that you've wrote as well. Um Inspiration for this one, it kind of felt a little bit like. You were almost saying, "Well, what happened if at the end of Rosemary's Baby, um, maybe you know what like we see? We see the end of that movie as, oh, Rich is going to take, take care of that kid.' But maybe what would happen if we fast-forwarded, you know, a couple yeah, of years? This is
1: the, this is the reality of it." <laughs> this is what actually happened. This is how horrible it would actually be. Yeah, to be honest with you, I never thought about that, but that's a nice reading of it. I really like that. I might use that actually in in future interviews. (laughs) But no, I mean, the the origin of this was very, very personal. It was um, um, uh, my first son, Sean, was born uh, five years ago Mm -hmm. and uh, he had a very difficult birth. And we were very, very worried about him for the first few months of his life, you know, and we had a lot of sleepless nights and and while all this was happening i could see how close him and his mother were becoming this mother son bond you know Mm -hmm. and there's something as everyone knows everyone says there's something very special about that it's much more so than father son i think you know and um i thought to myself how far would a mother go to protect her son what exactly wouldn't she do to protect her son you know Mm -hmm. and uh during those sleepless nights uh, in between feeding the baby and the baby crying, that's when I began to write song. So it came, it kind of, the seeds of it came from that, you know?
0: Yeah, I think it's, the, what, what I loved about it is, um, like Andy, and I'm going to pronounce her name wrong because I'm Scottish, so you know that that means that I'll struggle, uh, Macik, Um No, Macicic. Matt, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I, I, I'd obviously, I'd seen her in the, The previous Halloween movie I know she's going to continue on there And I think she's a great actress And I I was kind of When she was cast in that role We obviously see her As a younger character in that I was like I I wonder how she's going to You know Play out as that You know The the mother in this one This kind of younger mother Um, And she's absolutely incredible In this movie Like you really feel for her All the way through it, And the kind of descent And the journey She goes through what was that experience working with her? Had she already done Halloween by that point? Or were you catching her about the yeah, same time? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I, I had seen Halloween. And then um, um one of my producers had uh, considered her for another film he was doing. And he set up a call with her. We Skyped a few times and we got on really great. And to be honest with you, I don't really audition actors. I, I just like to talk to them mm-hmm. and see how I get on with them. And the scenes are editing in in them that i can use you know anything that i can draw out of the real personality into the performance you know and i could see that um i could see from our previous work and from her that she had what it took to, to play this part you know and and i gave her a lot of reference films to watch um not necessarily horror films mm-hmm. I, I gave her films like um the ken loach film ladybird ladybird oh, which is yeah. about. The baby's been taken from from Chrissy Rock, um, mm-hmm. repeatedly, but it was just about the, mo- the mother's the wrenching emotion, you know, that I wanted uh, Andy to um, uh, convey, you know, and and she was she just went as far as I wanted her to go and further. She was absolutely amazing. She was totally committed to the part, you know. Yeah. And another thing I do with actors as well as I give them character histories. Mm -hmm. so i wrote a character history for andy so she knew absolutely everything about a character from the moment the character is born to the moment the film starts and so we did a lot of prep work before the film even began so the time she was on set she knew her character inside out and then i just kept pushing and pushing pushing her further and she never disappointed she was just totally committed
0: and and
1: a great experience working with her she's amazing
0: yeah, I mean the the whole movie really does kind of lie with her performance, and I think she's absolutely, absolutely. incredible with it. I think um, there's a lovely sad
1: sadness about her. You know, it's, just, mm-hmm. it's a very sad character. The more, really, more you know? that whatever, whatever the whatever the reality of is, if it's demonic, dynamic, or uh, or is it or is it the cult or whatever. It doesn't really matter it's it, it was all about what was going on inside her head you know
0: yeah i th- I absolutely loved the journey of it as well and you know the the fact that the movie kind of toys with that ambiguity of whether or not this is like the more you find out about past it is it's it's kind of these conflicting stories from your scene through her perspective what's happening, but you're hearing from people kind of tangentially in the surrounding area yeah. say, well, no, you know, it was actually just trauma and trauma can affect people in different ways and then yeah. you're then re- kind of adjusting to what you have seen and is it real, is it not? Right. I think all that's very playful and it works very, very well in your movie. Um, the yeah. other thing I would say is um, where was the shot? Because... It, I know that you yourself um, like tend to. You've got lots of different funding coming in from like the, the Irish Film Council, etc. Is this? It uh, was this shot on location in America? Was it shot somewhere else?
1: Yeah, every bit of it was shot in Mississippi. Oh, brilliant! Um, yeah, which is actually an amazing place. I mean, I mean, uh, you, as you probably know, they're extremely religious down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Christian, and so it felt really odd uh, <laughs> making this essentially. Uh, Antichrist film in mm. in in there, you know. We kind of, I, I felt kind of odd talking about it. If if someone from Mississippi asked me what it was about, yeah. I was kind of afraid to say, you know. And in one of the houses where we shot, it was actually the house of a minister. So, oh, no, um, right. <laughs> but I was able to use that all that sort of religious imagery. I just totally embraced, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where something horrible happens outside this amazing red church that we found, and. It was just incredible. Everywhere I turned the camera was just cinematic for me, you know, and it was really a real dream come true. I know my last film was a Western. This is actually the first film that was actually shot in America that I made. And it was a dream come true because, I mean, uh, I've been raised on American movies and I don't know, in America, it seems like no matter how crazy the plot, it seems like it's possible, you know, Yeah, yeah, and more, (laughs) you know. Anything is possible there, really. I mean, you, you watch everyone on the street there. I remember I was at this; we were filling up some petrol at a petrol station, and this guy pulls up, and he had this music blasting, and he got out, and the way he walked, even everyone seems it like they're in their own movie there. You know, yeah, <laughs> they're all aware of their image, and it's just completely different from where I come from, which is Ireland. You know, it's just, it's just so big.
0: I was over in Virginia a little while ago and um yeah. well before covid and all the rest and um yeah it's, it's just a di- it's a different world it's a different world experience um Absolutely and yeah, I mean, I think you've kept the just the cinematography, it's very, very, very haunting and beautiful at the same time. Um, and yeah. of course, I, I'm going to need to ask you, now that you've returned to the horror genre, and you've got another horror film under your belt, but you, like you said, your previous movie was a Western. Are you... Uh, is there another horror movie in you? Do you oh, think? yeah. Excellent. That's all i like to hear. Yeah, yeah. I, I've
1: just finished... Um, well, I, I finished kind of like a hybrid film. I've I just um, finished writing a, a script called Vengeance, which... On paper, it's being pitched as in a violent neo noir.
0: Oh, it is really horrific.
1: E- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, there's really horrific elements in there, which border on horror. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of black comedy in there, and I think there's a lot of black comedy. I hope come across. Maybe it's just my black sense of humor, but uh, in in Sun as well, yeah. there's a lot of black humor in the new one as well. And I've just finished the treatment for a. Um, uh, a film set in 17th century Ireland at the invasion of Cromwell, Oliver Cromwell, oh, yeah, um, which yeah. is based on a based on a true story of witchcraft, which I'm really excited about, and um, just to get, about to begin the script of that. So, I have a, two other horror films coming down the line for sure.
0: Oh well, I, I hope that they get financed as quick as possible and make their way to somewhere I can see them. Uh, have you been oh, thanks, man. In- Absolute delight speaking to. I know there's been a bit of confusion Thanks. with the times and stuff, but you really have. Um, I thought the movie was great. It's available on digital, um, dem- uh, sorry on digital on demand, and in theaters on March the fifth. I wish you all the success with it, um, and Takes hopefully somewhere down the line we reconnect and talk about more movies.
1: Absolutely. I'd love to talk a bit longer next time. That'd be great. Definitely. Definitely. Longer form interviews
0: are what I love. I don't always get them, but when I get the opportunity, yeah, i I, I, lo- I love nothing
1: better than talking about movies. So anytime. Anytime. Thank you
0: very much. All the best to you. Okay. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Thank you.
1: Mom, if you had eight arms, what would you do with the extra ones? Hey! I would just show them off and call myself the Spider Lady. Good answer, Mom. Good night. I love you, Mom. David. It's tough David, David, wake up! Help! The doctors couldn't find anything physically wrong with your son.
0: Think you could have been dreaming? Wake up, honey. Why do you think these people were here? Who were they? I
1: was raised in a cult. Who was them. They're coming for us.
0: They awakened something in him. I was
1: dreaming. What about? This cult may still be out there.
0: Is that the boy?
1: There was never any cult. She retreated into a
0: fantasy world. If this is real, she needs our protection. And what if it's not? Say the Ooh. words. I'm it's
1: all in your head.
0: You have no idea he's that. And welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for Sun. Sun is available on demand in digital and in limited theatres 5th of March 2021. RGLE Films will be releasing the movie. The blurb that's been sent through to me is that it's written and directed by Ivan Kavanagh who did Never Grow Old and The Canal. You just heard them in the interview before. Sun stars Andy Matichak can never pronounce that, I apologize, from the Halloween franchise and Assimilate, Emil Hirsch from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Into the Wild and Milk, and Luke David Blum from The King of Stanton Island. The synopsis is, after a mysterious group of individuals break into Laura's home and attempt to steal her eight year old son, David, the two of them flee town in search of safety. Brought soon after the field kidnapping, David becomes extremely ill, suffering from increasingly sporadic psychosis and convulsions. Following her maternal instincts to save him, Laura commits unspeakable acts to keep him alive, but soon she must decide how far she's willing to go to save her son. So, yeah, this one, like I see, available 5th of March, on-demand, digital, limited theatre run, but will be making its way somewhere down the line to shudder and um, bloody disgusting describe it as a powerfully discomf- uh, discomforting dis- depiction of a desperate mother pushing to evil's edge and um, so yeah like you heard in the previous interview there I really had a ball with this one and um, I think mostly because it's underpinned by a great performance by the woman whose name I will struggle with Andy Matichik, um who I think, if you've seen Halloween, you'll know who she is. She is the granddaughter of Laurie Strode, um, but she is kind of shaking that off and taking on a more adult, kind of paternal role in this one, but no less badass. She's still just as badass as she is in Halloween. Um, She's looking after Luke David Blum, who is David, her son, and he's just like, he's got the most innocent looking face you've ever seen on a child, in that you just want things to go well for him. Um, and they're being pursued by a police officer, um, played by Emile Hirsch, who, you know, is in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Into the Wild and Milt, like they mentioned there. I really liked his performance in the recent movie Freaks, which I thought he was absolutely incredible in. Um, It was one of those movies that seemed to have flown under the radar, mostly because it's kind of like a sci-fi, horror-y sort of movie, uh, kind of superhero-y sort of thing, and I I think a lot of people maybe just didn't pay enough attention to it, but I I genuinely think it's great. might still be on Netflix, so you should go and check that one out for sure. Um, But what we have is, without spoilers, because I'm not doing spoilers, what we have here is a son who is starting to exhibit certain levels of potential paranormal abilities and the mother who is from a fairly broken past as being the potential unreliable witness or narrator to the audience as she has to try and protect her son from what becomes a series of bodies left in their wake from wherever they visit. It's kind of like a, a bit of a they're on the road, they're trying to escape. We're delving back into Andy's past um, uh, to find out what's going on. Um, I think, like, once again, Ivan Kavanaugh has just delivered something that I really enjoy. I think The Canal is a great movie and I think still people are sleeping on that movie. I think it weirdly delivers a kind of haunting level of almost what felt like J-horror into a kind of a British tone. With a very Irish feel. I, mean, I think he's got a very kind of... He's got a, an interesting use of palette in these movies. There's a coldness in the palette that I, I think... I always associate with Irish cinema anyway. But I think he really captures it here. The The landscapes of where this is shot is just as... Is, it's is, is kind of the juxtaposition of kind of beautiful landscape. And you know run down towns. Along with this kind of satanic imagery. Um, an overt kind of almost overbearing feeling of the church. And it's mixed really well in. And it lives or dies on, you know, the believability of this mother and son. And I think they nail it in here. I, I like his script. I think his script is is well paced. The movie isn't particularly long, it's about an hour and a half, and it flies in. And you're with them, and it doesn't take its foot off the pedal no pun intended for a movie where people are escaping by car Um, it doesn't take its foot off the pedal at all it just keeps going at a nice steady pace like unravelling the mystery as we carry through I think the soundtrack is great this one benefits from quite a little bit of that Um, practical effects there's some digital effects in there as well but they're handled really really well and I like the, the visions that we are seeing from Laura uh, and the, the the fact that the more, like I say, the more we find out about her, the more it seems like she might be this unreliable witness or unreliable narrator to the audience. So what we are seeing is kind of how she's perceiving things, acting, but she's from such a troubled past that her, herself might be convincing convincing the audience whilst convincing herself that what is actually happening is not what's happening and the movie keeps that question right up to the end which I think is is the smart move, it's played well and it gives its reveal when it needs to give its reveal and it's satisfying in a way which made me smile quite a bit. There's definitely kind of hints of you know like genre leanings anyway Towards things like the recent movie *Hereditary*, where it's kind of playing in the same pool of is this to do with kind of demons or not, um, and kind of leaving it ambiguous, like I say, for the majority of the movie. Um, I think, like I said in the interview, uh, Ivan seems to have a, a really strong grasp of exactly what he wants you to see, and as a result, it feels very measured. And very on point there's no wasted frame in this movie at all and as a result of that i just enjoyed the journey i think emil Hirsch once again brings in a great performance where it's kind of on the cutting edge of you know certain things he does in facial expressions it doesn't help that he looks like a really skinny jack black but it's like he, he feels like he's bumbling all the way through this movie and he's partnered with a guy who's very headstrong knows exactly what he he wants but there's also this idea that maybe he's starting to fall in love with Laura and as a result he's maybe willing to give her the benefit of the doubt. All these elements add to a really well paced, well acted, well written, well shot horror movie. It does exactly what it needs to do um, and it takes you on a journey and the fact that it's available uh, on demand and digital, I would say check it out there first. I will be doing the same even though I've got a screener because I want to throw some money Ivan Kavanaugh's way. Like I say, he's a great director, one that I'm I want to keep in the horror genre. And you heard him at the end of that interview, he's gonna stay here for a while and he's got a couple of scripts he's working on. So I want to see those movies. And the best way to do that is, you know, early adopt to checking this movie out. However, if you can't at the moment, definitely check this one out when it lands on Shudder. Now, Shudder, we spoke about this before. The, the metrics of how Shudder work can inform whether or not a filmmaker gets their next project financed because, you know, if, if it does incredibly well on Shudder, even though the director's maybe not necessarily getting all the money for that, um, those numbers will inform people that want to invest, will inform studios on who they can bring in for certain projects. Now, I want to see another Ivan Kavanaugh movie for sure. Uh, yes, yeah, so like I say, this one is available via RLGE Films, On Demand, Digital and Unlimited Theatres, 5th of March 2021. That's this Friday. I will repost this episode when it's available on Shudder uh, so you can check it out. In terms of a grade for this one, this is E4 out of 5. I really enjoyed this one. I think this is, is one that I think is going to have mass appeal. Uh, I think this is going gonna, is gonna to do really, really well. And uh, it makes me happy to see that because, like I see, makes me happy when people that I like do stuff that I like. So yeah, uh, thanks very much to not only Ivan Kavanaugh for jumping on to do this interview, but KWPR uh, for setting this up for me. Katrina Wan PR Company setting up me with not only the screener but at the same time the interview. I'm going to take my final break when I come back and closing out the show right after this. <laughs> You're listening to The Podcast Under The Stairs. And you've been listening to The Podcast Under The Stairs. This has been bonus episode 327 featuring an interview with Ivan Kavanagh, director of Sun, which is available this Friday in limited theatre run, on demand and digital via RGLE films please check it out please support this movie uh, thanks very much to Ivan for coming on the show and for Katrina Wan PR for setting this up there is a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under this stairs wherever you're listening is right now hit subscribe that way you get access to the shows as and when they drop you also get access to the over 800 episodes in our archives Please also subscribe to the Teapots Collective as well while you're at it. That way you get access to doing the nasty Opera Omnia Chronicle podcast and a little bit, ladies and gents, of where to begin with. There is tons of stuff happening over in the Teapots Collective and you are mere one subscription click away from enjoying it all. While you're subscribing, make sure you check out the brand new podcast Jaws is Shite and other regrettable outbursts. Episode number two will be coming mid-March. Episode one is available for you right now. You can join the Facebook group page for that by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettablepod or you can jump across to the website where you'll find all the shows that I do which is tputtscast.com. Links are there for that show. The merch page for this podcast is teapotscast.bigcartel.com. You can jump across to Facebook to join the group page for the podcast under the stairs. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Teaputs Collective just as a page which is just facebook.com forward slash You can reach out and interact with myself and the Baz on the twin prongs of social media sexiness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at teapotscast. The podcast under the stairs will return for you tomorrow, dear listeners, where we sit down and carve out another little slab of that Cronenberg back catalogue as I select movie number three, moving on to the decade known as the 90s. This one will be one of four. You'll find out what it is tomorrow and it'll be movie club for this entire month. So you can go away, watch the movie, send in your reviews and your one line tag and grade Please take part in the series. It's always a ton of fun to do it. And we are getting some new names that are appearing. So uh, there's life left in the old bird yet. So that episode will be dropping tomorrow for your listening pleasure. But until then, wherever you are, wherever the time zone is, and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.